Hi everyone, I'm back. Um, I just wanted to finish up the last episode and uh, this time of the three-part mini-series on giving. Um, and like I said, it's not some great health and wealth teaching or anything like, oh hey, if you give away all your money, Danielle promises that God will make you rich. It's not like that. Um, I was just some girl, you know, reading in the Word, and I had this this idea, this, this challenge to God. It was me, between me and Him, just a, a personal promise. I don't know if it was God wanting to show me what He could do if I would trust Him, if, if I would give everything away just to believe that He could give more. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to share with you kind of the results of what I talked about in the first two episodes. You know, and so I did that for two years. I I gave away an entire month's income. I showed up at work for free for an entire month. Did not make a penny, or didn't keep a penny of what I made. Uh, I gave it all away. And the first year that I tried that experiment, I mean, on top of giving away, about 20% of my income was just tithing. So about a fifth of my income, I just automatically tithed. So I wanted to give God more than the minimum so that he could give me more than his minimum. At least I believe that that's how it worked. <laughs> uh, because, you know, it kind of, to me, it kind of goes along the lines of sowing and reaping. You know, if you're very stingy in the seeds you plant, you will reap a very small harvest of whatever you sowed. Uh, the, the only thing I want to be stingy in what I sow is, is greed, selfishness, sin. <laughs> I want to try to sow as little of that as possible. But anyway, um, so the first year. Um, the results of my first year of that experiment, uh, I ended up, instead of working full-time, you know, 10, 11 months that year, I only worked nine months. I gave away an entire month's income, so in eight months' income, um, I ended up with the most money I have ever had in my bank accounts in my adult life. I don't know how it worked. Uh, I still don't know how God's mathematics work in his kingdom. All I know is that I have the proof of that in my life. That the more I gave away, the more just poured back in. And it was always in the form of opportunities or uh, unusual circumstances. It, it came from surprising places. It just poured back into my life. And then the second year, I ended up with, uh, well, I ended up working only seven months. So I had five months off. I gave away an entire month's income. And I ended up with double, double the amount of money I have ever had in my bank accounts in my entire adult life. You know, and, and it wasn't even just about the money. Like, 
what God showed me, um, what he showed me through giving away everything I had, taught me more. Giving away money taught me more about money than earning money ever had. <laughs> it's just so crazy. Um, like, I don't know. Let, let me just say that again. Like giving away money taught me more about money than earning money had ever taught me. You know, it, it, it had so many other benefits as well. You know, the way giving changed my heart. It gave me a new heart. You know, it gave me a different understanding of money, a different, deeper understanding of the way God provides. It taught me about faithfulness of my own, that if I would obey God, He would give back more than I could ever give. And not in just a monetary sense. But in so many areas of my life, he just multiplied and multiplied. He multiplied the friends I have. Of course, the, the money in my bank accounts, the opportunities, the joy I had in working. And let me tell you, having absolute, utter joy in your work is better than any raise you can ever get. Because you can get a raise every year and absolutely hate your job, hate your life, hate your coworkers, and that raise isn't really worth what it costs you. Um, so yeah, I, I just want to, this is a short one today, I just wanted to finish up with that and tell you, just, um, you know, if God ever presses on your heart to give, do it. I don't know exactly how he worked that out in my life. And I think in a lot of ways, we don't have a right to ask God why or how. I think the only right we have as faithful Christians and followers of his word is just to obey. To, to trust him and to love him enough to obey him completely and, and immediately. And I also believe that delayed obedience is disobedience. Like, let me give you a, a graphic example. Say you're a train conductor and the Lord says, Hey, stop that train. You, you don't know why. Like, well, Lord, why? That's weird. I'm just going to wait it out and see what happens. And if I believe that I should stop that train, I will. But what God knows is that around the corner, that blind curve, the bridge is out. And if you were to obey him immediately, you would have saved all the lives of those people. But you didn't. You tried to stop it at the last second, and the train, the train flew off the bridge down into a, a dry stone gully, killing yourself and everyone aboard. And even though you tried to stop the train at at the last second, and you tried to be obedient toward the end, it wasn't, it wasn't good enough. And I think sometimes we, we try to obey God after reasoning it out in our own minds, or, or we obey Him um, partially, and we wonder why we're not seeing the blessing in our lives that He promises. 
you know, and, and we're called to, to live in a, a love relationship with God, to know Him intimately. You know, and if, if your best friend has proven pretty wise to make good, sound, trustworthy decisions, and you come to her for advice, knowing her character, you can choose to take her advice. You know, but, but if she gives you the best advice she's ever given you and repeatedly you don't take it, she, she has the option to stop advising you. Like, why? Why bother? You're not going to listen anyway. So I think just to know God intimately enough, we have to seek Him and listen. Many times in my life, he's given me, he's given me instructions, and I've ignored them. And he stopped speaking in my life for a season, and I was frustrated and kind of empty and, and alone feeling. And I'm like, God, what's the problem? What's going on here? And sometimes he, or even even other people in my life, would would rather prophetically call it out. It would just it would come up in the sermon or uh, through maybe a sermon on YouTube or something. And it, it would become very obvious to me, like, hey, has the Holy Spirit said something to you that you haven't obeyed and he stopped speaking? Go back and do it. Anyway, <laughs> that's all for today. Um, thank you for tuning in. Uh, Lord, just give us a will full of obedience to you. You give us the desire and the hunger to put you first and the faith to believe that everything you promise is true, that your word is true, that what you want for us is because of love. And God, help us to understand that your ways are higher than our ways. that you want more for us than we could ever imagine or ask. And help us to just desire what you desire. Lord, give us the desires of our heart. Fill our hearts full of your desires. In Jesus' name, amen.